Guess who's back? <clears throat> Sorry. I'm not even getting to that. I'm not going to rap with Eminem. What? Who said that? Oh, right. Hey, everyone. Jim Phoenix here. Definitely knew I was on microphone. Don't worry. Not taken from a surprise whatsoever. On this next exciting episode of Streaming Demons, boy. Boy, boy. I know. I said there's always a new one, new exciting one. But guess what, kids? Not only do we have one special guest, but we have two. Two. Ah, ah, ah. Two special guests. That's right. None other than your favorite, what's your least favorite scary movie hosts, Jess and Trav, have joined us. And we are going to go good dogs and cats, living together, mass hysteria. It's going to be awesome sauce. Can't wait. The movies are, for people who really need to know, the movies are The Loved Ones. And then we go into Skull Mask. Not to be confused with Mask, as I found out. And then the Raw Wape. The Raw Wape? The Wall Raping Movie. Spoiler. <laughs> I guess that's a spoiler. Deep Dark. And finally, the, I, I think it's a vagina mouth. King Kong vs. Godzilla. All these spoilers and more coming soon on this Streaming Demons. Minute. Hey everyone, Jim Phoenix here. Hope you're doing well. Today we have a spectacular special edition of Streaming Demons with my forever co-host Evie. Say hello. Sorry. Hi, I'm Voodoo Priestess. Voodoo Priestess. Whatever your name is, I don't know. Let's get that letter. And our special guests, plural, from Lee's favorite podcast, which is my favorite podcast, is going to be Travis and Jess. Say hello. 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 <laughs> is it right delayed now because we have <laughs> one two three yeah a little four we've got four things that means our formula is gonna be slightly changed normally if you are a fan of the show <laughs> good luck but normally we do three movies a new a borrowed and an old but you know what? That wedding thing has a fourth thing, something blue. That's right, kids. We're going to do something sad. We're going to do something sad. And that's not just Voodoo Priest's choice in movies. It's going to be something particularly sad for a particular movie on purpose this time. Honestly, it's actually on purpose. So with that said, because I am a very lazy man, we always let our special guests go first. And I heard Jess won the coin toss, so Jess, take it away. All right. Um, I had something blue. Uh, I, you know, when Evie said that we were going to add blue, uh, we instantly decided that was me because I'm notorious for crying during movies. So I chose The Loved Ones, and we actually watched it on Prime but it's also available on YouTube. And it's uh, the first feature-length film written and directed by Sean Byrne, who is the man. Um, but he's only done two feature-length films, which is sad. But they were six years apart, so he's kind of due for one because yeah. Devil's Candy was six years ago. So <laughs> fingers crossed. <laughs> um, 
Devil's so I just Day. give like a synopsis of it, right? What was that what about? Devil's Day. Devil's Candy? Yep. That one's about, um, it, it's a possession movie with a lot of heavy metal and art. I remember that and one. And it's like, we when we watched it, okay. after it was See, over, we sat in silence for about excited. 60 seconds. <laughs> Yeah, when it was done, we like we sat in silence Wait for like sixty seconds, Heavy and then we were possession? like, "That was amazing." It's not the heavy metal possessing them. It, there's Dude, possession and this? heavy metal. I don't know, bro. If not, you oh, should. I thought it was yeah. the one. Oh, I was thinking of our Uncle Pecker one. But the, but the one I chose Uncle for today, or Uncle, is... Uncle Pecker. I think I've heard of that one. I think that one's like punk, isn't it? Or is it metal? I've not heard of that one. Yeah, it's got the heavy metal and possession part combined. So I was like, oh my God, it's that one. Oh no, that was punk. Was that punk? Ooh. Oh man, that was punk rock. Never mind. That was punk rock. <laughs> There's well, such a lag. Uh, I guess. It's okay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I, apparently I chose the wrong one because we all got really excited about Devil's Candy and I'm here to talk about loved ones. <laughs> um, so it's, uh, I chose it. It makes me sad because there's just, there. every character is just basically drowning in grief besides uh, the main psychopath and her dad. Um, so there's just, there's a lot of heavy stuff, a lot of, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, like a lot of maladaptive coping skills and, you know, there's just, just sad stuff. And that's what I thought of when I thought of blue, but it's also, it's just a really good movie. Um, basically there's this kid Brent and, this girl Lola asks him to the end of school dance and he's already got a girlfriend and a dead dad. So he just doesn't, he, he can't. Um, and he says no politely and she gets her dad to kidnap him and they have their own dance (laughs) at their house. And there's a lot of, um, unpleasantness and also zombies so it, it's uh it's a really interesting I'm movie we weren't sure what to like expect this. going into it <laughs> <laughs> i saw that movie too and it really was just just the best <laughs> i didn't know if it, it, was like warning me not really to come well. to her house ever <laughs> because of like zombies and <laughs> It sounds amazing. It sounds amazing. Yeah, it, it's it's really I, good. I actually wish um, that someone did that to the, me for my junior high dance. <laughs> <laughs> the the lead actress Robin McLevy uh, was told to study Jeffrey Dahmer, 
watch Natural Born Killers, Misery, and all of Quentin Tarantino and to hone all of those together into her performance. <laughs> and it works because the first time we watched it, before I knew that tidbit, I was like, wow, she's like if Annie Wilkes was written by Tarantino. So it's good. It's a really good time. Um, it's a sad time, but it's a good movie. And um, that, that sounds I, I'm amazing. Just gonna, so... I'm going to give sad warning. Right. Dead dog. <laughs> oh. Oh, 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 that that no longer sounds amazing now. Dead dogs. The dead part, the dead dog part does not sound yeah, amazing. Yeah, the rest of the movie yeah. sounds amazing, though. It's everything I look I, for. I always forget it's about that part, and dance. then we get to it, it's and it's just... Mm. Real quick. Is that why the movie's sad for you? The dead dog? That's a big part of it, but also just, like, him dealing with his dad and um the other like the side story of the friend and the girl going to the dance and she's just real messed up because she's like doing her own grieving thing that kind of ends up tying into the main story like it's just all so sad and gloom and doom and yeah very heavy emotions but they've got like really remember that part i just remember We lost you. Yeah. So. Uh, oh. Can you hear us now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. I'm going to try to turn my camera off to see if this actually helps. Because sometimes when we're streaming a lot, like the, the cameras use a lot of bandwidth. So you guys want to shut your cameras off. Too, um, cool. Oh. Yeah, sure. It. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Person. I do a lot of. I used to do a lot of overseas meetings. Okay, is okay. this better? Right. Like, so, can you guys hear us? This. Uh, yeah, I can hear us. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we have this movie. It's sad. Yes. It's got a dead dog alert, which is sad as well. Yes. And it's got someone being dragged to a dance, which for me is just a third level of hell. So yeah, I can well, it's a creepy, uh, it's like a creepy at-home dance. And they oh, drink God. milk. They worse. just drink milk just for fun. And I've got a whole theory that people that just drink milk are complete sociopaths. So they, they prove that for me. And the kid's probably lactose intolerant, too, just to add on to his hell. It's like, and I'm lactose. Uh, I'm drinking milk get, he, Yeah, drinking milk for... He doesn't get the milk. He gets the chicken. Yeah, that makes I love chicken and that scene made me like really not want to eat chicken again. <laughs> That's why Travis is sad. No, when he I, need, watches yeah. this. <laughs> I need to watch that movie now. That sounds very cool. Now, out of five Cthulhu's, the f five being the best ever, how many do you rate? Um I'd probably give it four to four and a half Cthulhu's. Yeah, I'm surprised you're not doing five. Wow. Wow. It's that, a, that it's is not, amazing. Four, four, four. It's one to five. That's, that's, well, that's know, my, I'm definitely that's not following that one. So, 
Mm. Always charge if you're hurt. Uh, Evie used, or Voodoo Priestess used to give like ones to stellar movies. So, dude, dude, I didn't think they were all that stellar. Okay, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Well, some of them I just had to pick last second because it was like three hours before recording. They're like, you want to record? Cool. Let's go. Let's go. Here's a movie. Let's get going. No, but that's great. And you know what? I always say this, but yeah, I'm not following that one. So, uh, Travis, our other special guest, what's your movie? Um, I chose the um new shut or newish shutter movie, Skull of the Mask. Um it's basically just like a um it's like a Portuguese movie that is basically a homage to 80s slashers that are over the top. Um it uh oh, I, I mean cool. it tries to go the whole practical effects route and yeah, it sounds really cool, but um you know I think it sacrifices a lot of, um, I don't know. It, it doesn't really focus much on plot, which that's fine. Like I get those eighties horror movies, like especially slashers aren't necessarily like huge on plot, but I feel like this one, this story just kind of like jumps around a little bit. Um, but yeah, let me, uh, I guess just break down the story for it or just, you know, the summary but basically, it's just about, um, I don't know, like this old ritual that is being held around this skull that is a mask, obviously. Um, and basically, I guess if you perform this ritual, it summons um, the god of death or something. And the person who wears that mask then becomes possessed by it and goes on some sort of killing spree for some reason. Um, I mean, they give a reason in the movie, but it's, I don't know. I don't feel like it's super clear. I think it really just kind of serves as a vehicle to watch this thing just kind of go on a killing spree. But um, yeah, and then... Wait, is Jim Carrey in this movie? <laughs> no. Yeah, <it's, laughs> I've seen this one, I think, as a kid. They put on Whenever, their mask and goes on a killing spree? I looked it up at first. I forgot about the skull part. And I was like, okay, the mask. And then I'm like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> this is not the movie that I was <laughs> expecting. But um, yeah. But I mean, it's a uh, practical effect. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, go ahead. Hmm. I was saying practical effects. How how good are they? They're actually not too bad. Um, you can definitely tell that they were working on a bit of a budget the movie definitely has like a cheap feel to it but whenever i'm looking at it i'm kind of um getting that vibe that you get whenever you like see some of the movies that arrow video publishes they kind of like go for those like really low budget obscure horror movies especially from the 80s and i kind of felt like if you would have taken this movie and sent it back in time and like actually shot it on film I think it could have been that. Like you could have like watched it and had no mistake that like it was of that era. Which, you know, that's cool. That's what they were going for. They're definitely going for like 80s slasher. But um oh, that's you awesome. know. Yeah. Sometimes like looking at this stuff, um I don't know why, but like if it's not shot on film, it kind of has like a cheap look to it. And I feel like that like makes movies 
that are cheap stand out a little bit more than you know they used to. So it's uh, I don't know for some reason like that kind of I don't know bothers me. But you know I understand people have their limitations and digital recording is like way more accessible than it ever was. So it's cheaper and I get why people have to do it. See, I think the problem with Travis is he has good vision so he can pick out little details on the TV. Whereas I'm like, looks good to me, bro. I I thought it was bloody and gross and it it was okay. I mean, the practical effects were fine. Um, But I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just think like, you know, you definitely get a cheap feel from it. But, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Was it better than Sledgehammer? You know, I actually kind of liked Sledgehammer. I I could see see the potential in Sledgehammer. And I know a lot of people were really upset with it. But, you know, I don't know. It it had a lot of unnecessary shit going on. Look, I didn't. I also enjoyed watching things that night. If you guys are talking about the Joe Bob night, oh, so oh, look, I we have things. We have a very soft spot for bad movies, and things is like on a whole other level where it's actually just like fun to watch. Yeah, the cool thing out for things is uh, defense. The cool thing about things is it actually could have maybe in editing gone somewhere pretty decent in, in editing oh uh, you know i don't so even know what happened man i remember like it, uh, some kind of creatures at the end or something like that they're like, like they're like uh, like halfway through the movie and we don't really understand why and they're you know they kind of like show up and then they just go away and then you know they come back it's uh you know they they got themselves in a tailspin. It took me long enough to figure out who the woman was in things. There was a woman in things? Exactly. Yeah, right? Yeah. No. So <laughs> what happened? Like the whole premise of the film? She is like giving birth to those like, things is what's happening. He's trying to have a child with her. And whatever they're doing is causing those things to be born. Where did this woman come from? I, I don't remember a woman in that movie at all. She's the the um the sex worker that they hired to be naked on screen in a double mask at the very beginning. Very, very beginning. Oh she also shows up later too. Yeah. Does she? Right. Yeah. I don't remember yeah. that. They go to her bedroom and she's um like sitting in bed and then she dies and then they're like, Okay, whatever. I thought she died at the beginning. No, that was a dream. And see, this always happens in Streaming Demon. <laughs> we start talking about one movie. And then we like mentioned another thing like, oh yeah, and then this one. Just comp- so com- for a comparison, the movie that you're talking about originally is better than Things and Sledgehammer, but could be placed in the same. No, like, would this make a good drive-in movie? Yes, it would make a good drive-in movie. I wouldn't put it on that level. Like I'm putting it on like uh, I don't know, like. Deadbeat at Dawn, but Deadbeat at Dawn is amazing. Just something like, it's got like, um, I don't know, I'm trying to think of like some good movies to compare it to. I don't know, just like an 80s slasher, just like a generic 80s slasher, pretty much. Like it just fits pretty squarely in that era. Uh, Edge of the Axe. Edge of the Axe, yeah, that's a perfect comparison to it because it... uh, Except I hated Edge of the Axe and I did not hate School of the Mask. Well, 
Yeah. <laughs> I would put Skull and this the Mask. Yeah, it's a Shutter exclusive. You know, I was going to watch that and I kept forgetting what the title was called. <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm so glad I'll write that one down now because honestly, I, I missed it for the last couple uh, times. Yeah, it's a it's a subtitle. Awesome. So, yeah. Which is not a bad yeah, thing. It's, it's just one of those that like you have to make sure that you're in a frame of mind that you're ready to pay attention to the screen. But that that's actually amazing because today I was watching a subtitle movie, which I'll talk about later. Now, how many Cthulhu's out of five? How many Cthulhu's? Um, for this one, I'd give it a two and a half. It's, wow, that's pretty good still. It's fun. Like, it's fun to watch. But if you're going in there expecting anything, like, plot-wise, I got lost so many times. My like, big thing was I did not understand the cop. She had this whole backstory that they kind of talk about, but it's not ever fully fleshed out, but she's like a main character. So it's just, it's confusing. Yeah, the cop is trying to chase down the person that is being possessed by this mask. And the cop has like a bad history. I don't know. It's kind of like a corrupt cop trying to do good type thing. I don't know. But it doesn't really go anywhere. It's just. And again, must emphasize, not American. Yeah. I know when you say. <laughs> corrupt cop <laughs> it's a universal factor yeah and uh no it now that's the that's the kind of cool thing that movies do they kind of really bridge together the world and <laughs> i i know if they're doing that slasher like trying to remake a slasher movie they're probably heavily influenced and it all kind of rolls in i mean think how many corrupt cops that were in old like maniac cop <laughs> well, <Andrew>, yeah. right? <laughs> the, the, I think that was like, yeah, a slight thing of it. Now, all right, shoot. Okay, I'm not, I'm not, not going to follow that. So, Voodoo Priestess, what do you have for us? Yes. Well, guess what? Really, you couldn't call two and a half stars uh, or two and a half Cthulhu's? <laughs> no, trust me. Was this my, my, you got to know what my, my rental is. I really can't. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, so anyway, I was doing old, so I decided to drag out an old favorite from 2015 called Deep Dark. Deep Dark. Uh, okay, yes. I, my movie was older than yours. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> we're, we're encouraging Budo to do the century sometimes. Yeah. Okay. You know, I always get shit for my old choices. Sometimes they're from like World War II. Yeah, I wish it was World War II. You meant before World War II, but that's fine. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, anyway, deep dark. Uh, so basically, it's about a guy who is an artist and wants and is totally a real artist and is just totally misunderstood. And. He is really desperate to get into this one art gallery thing. So he contacts his uncle and his uncle sets him up with a room. And the whole movie is basically about the price you pay for fame. Wait a sort minute. Of. Wait, 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 wait. Didn't you already do this one? Didn't I he go like, so. to Russia for a mail-order bride? No, that's a different one. Oh. Okay, then I have no idea. Never yeah, mind. yeah. It sounds very familiar, though. Like the special or something? No way. Scary Bride? 
No. Uh, Very ride, yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. No, this is a completely different one because uh, there should be a trigger warning in here because a uh, wall rapes a man. So oh, I just want to oh. put that out there. I think I've told talked to you about this film before. Yes. Because uh, <laughs> you asked me if I would do that. I'm like, I, I, I don't know. Who's the wall? Like, <laughs> I'm intrigued. It was... <laughs> I know, right? You just say a wall rapes a dude, and like instantly you want to watch it, right? I'm just trying to but figure yes, out the mechanics of it. The mechanics? There's a hole in the wall. Oh, okay. That, that explains. Oh, I thought it was the other way around. Is this? Yeah. Yeah, me, that, crap, crap, me too. Crap, me too. That's, that's what I was going for. That. I was like. Uh, now, is this the way, kind of like, the, no spoilers, but that one movie we've seen with a cow tongue licking person? God damn it. What? Is, is that oh. kind of the same way where someone uh, kind of reaches no, out and grabs? This one, uh, <laughs> no. Please describe the wall rape scene to us. As okay. we've never seen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's more of like the power dynamic. Like the wall is doing nice things for him, and she's like, I will fuck you over unless you give me something here. And so he is forced to give her something. And it's really awkward and uh, huh. uncomfortable a scene. <laughs> so, And it's like a guy's so just sticking his stick in a wall. So he's coerced into like <laughs> so a glory mind. hole type of situation. Sort of, except um, there's no one on the other end. The wall is just... And why wall. is he doing this again? <laughs> For, no, no judgment, but <laughs> for fame, for acknowledgement of his art. So my wall can give me that. Well, you owe me. Yeah, yeah, yeah you hear me. Oh Sorry, God, I was talking to my wall a bit. I know. Not you that were. I've done that before. Yeah. Sure, dude. <laughs> this is why you had us turn off the cameras, isn't it? <laughs> I'm doing it right now. <laughs> it's like me and from Jay from Big Mouth and we'll get for pillow, just like I just say, you know, I'll cut a little hole in it first. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just throwing soup out. Okay, so y- y- you were fucking a wall. Go on. <laughs> well, I don't want to spoil it too oh, much. Oh, is that the spoiler? Oh, no. Jesus. Well, it's not the sp- it's not the spoiler. There's more going on with it. Uh, um, it's it's just like the character that you start with is he's just like really douchey, and you can tell that by. Again, he would say shit like, I'm a real artist who makes real art and not blah, 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 blah. And, but then again, there's like another artist there who has like this weird Ponzi scheme art thing going. Ponzi scheme? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about this. Was he riding a motorcycle? No. That Fonz, man. No, there's just a paper on the wall. And oh. he's having people write their names on the paper. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You guys, you just uh, watch the sheet? movie. Sorry. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, just watch right. the movie, and you will find these things out. Uh, uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and even though the characters are all kind of like unlikable, you sort of get where they're coming from and where they're going, and all that until the very end, where it's like. It it seems like it ends on a really sad note that wasn't as deserved as it thinks it is, considering there was wall rape. 
So uh, I'll just leave it at that, I guess, because I don't want to spoil it too much. But watch Deep Dark. It's Deep on Dark. Tubi. I know for sure. I think it's also on like Voodoo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you had so, to start off with Tubi. Yeah. I feel like that sets the tone right away. It sounds deep and dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and according to IMDb, the keyword, wall rape. Yeah, that was the only one they used. Oh, too. nice. It's just kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. So I guess if you want to watch that movie. Okay, so how many star? How many Cthulhu's? Sorry, I don't know my own ratings. How many Cthulhu's <laughs> out of five? Four. Four out of five. Four. Motherfucker. Wow. Haha, <laughs> sucker. Because guess what? Four Cthulhu's out of five. I usually rate things higher than a three if it's something I'd rewatch. And I've already rewatched this and I'd probably do it again. So Is it your <laughs> new bi- biology? <laughs> you're, no, just, you're just you're just so mad that me. bad biology suddenly disappeared off the face of the internet. Just Canada. Like Canada uh, banned it or something. I don't know. I was like it's just no longer streaming on my side of the pond or the line, I guess. It's not a pond. It's called lakes. Okay, well, The, the top user uh, review on IMDb says misleading description. <laughs> not actually raping a wall. Well, the description <laughs> on IMDb says that he falls in love with a talking hole in the wall. Ooh. Which sounds uh-huh. very different Don't from what you just described, oh, Jazzy. It's a hole in the wall where the man can see it all. Yeah, I'd say that hole in the wall fell in love with him. Okay, like is this like a Pee Wee's cherry thing? <laughs> Do I need an adult soon? I don't know. Probably, bro. Yeah, maybe. Let's see that the wall. <laughs> this poster is gross. <laughs> oh my god i'm like morbidly okay, so. curious now this is where i'll go look up was it deep dark deep dark does the hole All have right. teeth in I'll the movie or is this just a poster thing it does not have teeth in the well it might sort of uh oh god why would you ever <laughs> have sex with that <laughs> well like i said it's more of like this nebulous hole of gushy like when he looks in it it's just gush and oh so it's <laughs> gush <laughs> it's it. just gush <laughs> <laughs> yeah like obviously like i don't think there's teeth but the hole can kill you like the hole can hurt you fear the hole Fear of the hole. That's what we wrote that one yeah. down for our new postcard. Thanks. Fucking hell. Fear of the hole. Sign witch voodoo hole. priestess. <laughs> Amen. If there's a witch hole, I don't know want to see it. Well, that brings me, unfortunately, to my movie. And I have the borrowed uh, Godzilla versus Kong. I'm pretty sure my tweet called it right. Even before the opening credits end, you kind of know just like what it's about. I mean, obviously, the the title kind of helps too. But oh, the most disturbing part about this movie is Godzilla's mouth looks like a vagina. I'm like, okay. And I can't unsee it no matter how many times. Do you think I, that I was like, intentional? Oh, I cannot unsee it. I, with their monster design, as the thing is like their monsters look, except for that one aspect, kind of look fantastic. I think Godzilla's neck is too short, maybe. But it, it's couldn't, 
Like you can't see it and go like nothing but a vagina. It was like, oh, that's 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 badge. A hundred percent, hundred percent. And I don't mean the side view. They do like the early on view when before it does the ray from its mouth is like, oh god. <laughs> yeah. So for PG thirteen, that's kind of deep. Now uh, it's you've seen Godzilla, you've seen King Kong. Guess what? They fight. You know the epic next chapter in a cinematic monster verse that kind of didn't go anywhere or might not go anywhere after this the greatest icons in motion picture history you know godzilla mighty kong humanity caught in the balance it's it's weird because i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure they have tarzan and tarzan's idea is to go get godzilla no to go get king kong to fight like something in middle earth with the hobbits and then there's like no ring but they have to throw away, away a, a are you sure you're on the right movie? I'm pretty sure. No, this is this is pretty much it. And then like the kid from Deadpool's in it. So and then there's like the upside down world, like a literally upside down world where the person from the upside down world does not go to the upside down world. It's kind of like they just took a blender and they put a bunch of other like pop culture stuff and they blended it up and like fuck it, it's a movie. Or just the way I, I saw it, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Because we have Alexander Skarsgård's in it, so that's that's you know Tarzan, and he's like, "Yo, dude, you need to get King Kong," and then Millie Bobby Brown's in it, and that's like the girl from the Upside Down, but she doesn't go to the Upside Down; she stays somewhere else. And then we got some other people that did, like that do go to the Upside Down, and Julian Dennison, which I'm pretty sure is a kid from Deadpool too. He's in it, but he's not Deadpool or the kid. I don't know. Uh, it's just uh, the special effects are a hundred percent not not you know not real. Right. Oh. Not, yeah. <laughs> um, you mean they didn't get Godzilla and actually pin him up against Kong? Yeah, they did. I, I wish they would have. I really wish they would have. Or even these small little puppets. I, I would actually see like two puppets, like with the, you can still see the hands kind of like mashing against each other. Or like <laughs> Mike, one crazy summer, like, you know, uh, Bobcats in the Godzilla suit at the end. I would like, like to see that. Like Roller Gator. Oh, who said Roller Gator? Okay. Um, <laughs> it won an award no. called the Seal of Authentic Representation. So I don't know what was authentically represented. Maybe it was an authentic Godzilla and Kong. It was the uh, it was the authentic authentic Godzilla badge. I believe that's what it was for, and hundred percent it is. And Roller Gators is uh, Roller Gators like a running joke for us because every time I had a new girlfriend, this goes back to JM Brannick or Box Human on her on her podcast and site. They told me to watch Roller Gator, so I'm like, okay, great. Every time. That was it. The girl walks out. It was like it was just like horrible for everyone. What is roller gator? I guess the person was kidding. Roller gator. Um, hmm, how do I describe that movie? Imagine a rapping alligator on roller skates. Now, take yes. out the ability to actually move because he's a puppet and or skate. Yeah. So it's just the, like a what a what a waste of potential. <laughs> It really was. It really was. It was supposed to be like a Ninja Turtle type vibe, but happier, I guess. Yeah. 
didn't end well for anyone. Now, I will tell you this about Khan. It's confusing. There's so many, so many different locations. And it's, most of them are, you go in this place, and then this place, and then this place. Oh, in this place. Why? Who cares? And then this place. It's what Trey Park, oh, this is actually exactly what the people from South Park would call a movie that's built on this happens, and then this happens, and then this happens, and this happens, and this happens. There's no real causals until for, let's say, Act 3, some causal effect kicks in, and then a little bit, and then they go back then just, and this, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then. And that's my biggest actual critique of the movie. It's one and then after another. Now, is it visually appealing? Yeah. Is it kind of cool because it's a monster movie? It's, you know, I'd almost be sad to see like a really well-written Godzilla versus King Kong movie. It's not the movie you, you sign up for, I think. I think you sign up for the monster, put your brain on pause for a minute, and just go to the theaters back when they still had theaters, I guess. They're coming back now. Who knows? And just go for it. The acting is pretty good. I did have subtitles because... Not even a spoiler, she's in it in the first couple seconds. There is a deaf girl and she signs. And so there's a lot of subtitles to read when she's signing. And I, I just think it's a very, oh, what's the word for it? Improper parenting to bring a deaf girl, to, like like she's like, what, eight? And to bring her to like a Godzilla fight? Like, really? That, that's the safest place in the world for her? That, that's, I don't know. Suspect, little suspect. I'm gonna go out on a limb what? and say it's irresponsible to bring any eight-year-old to a Godzilla fight, regardless of uh, deafness or. No, it's fair. Yeah. Although, although I thought Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown, Millie Bobby Brown, I thought she was eight too. So, like, I don't know. Maybe just had like eight-year-olds on both sides of the world. It was like take your child to work day, and everyone's you know killing Godzilla and King Kong. Uh, out of Cthulhu's go on. yeah I was going to say what would you rate it because <laughs> I didn't want you to keep going on about uh, the sadness and despair you felt you know <laughs> after all that it's uh, oh god I'm going to give it 3.5 3.5 honestly and most of that, 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 that .5 comes from me liking Godzilla and King Kong as a kid so no. it's all based on nostalgia? Just the 0. 0.5. You know, that, that did help a bit. And actually, it, the 0. 0.5 hurt a bit too. Because I watched Godzilla and King Kong as a kid, I had higher expectations. You know, I had higher expectations of like, what would you do now with the ability you can actually do now with CGI, with the ability you can do now with, with filming, with the ability you can do now with everything else. And sometimes it hits and sometimes the score is too loud for me or wrong, not loud, just wrong. I think. And, and I think I was expecting the older scores, you know, it's like having star Trek music play during star Wars. Like, uh, this is not horrible, but not the right for this movie, I think. Uh, so yeah, 3.5 Cthulhu's. That's my final answer. So, and wow. Wow. We actually wrapped this up. This is nice. We did something old, borrow, new, blue. Uh, I, I love it how it comes together. And that means time for plugs. We can also get married Jessica now. Jeff, what do you want to plug? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Um, just our right. our site, um, what's your least favorite scary movie dot com. Uh, all of our episodes are available there. We uh, our our podcast is basically one of us will pick a movie and then we argue over the little things that uh, makes the other one hate it. So, um, what what did we just do? We just did Cabin Fever. So yeah. Um, it, it's more nitpicky than anything because that's just who we are as people. Um, cause we, we do truly love horror movies, but, um, you know, there's, there's always little things to pull apart. Um, and then our website also like we're, we're starting to add some written stuff there too. So cool. check us out there. Very, very, very cool. You guys are two people want to plug something else. Uh, sometimes voodoo just plugs like screwdrivers <laughs> like random stuff she found in her room <laughs> um i will plug the power of benadryl okay be- because yeah. our dog got bit by a bug earlier this week and broke out in hives oh. and we've been giving we've been basically feeding oh. her benadryl all week I'll also plug Will of Fortune oh, because we just bought the Nintendo Switch version of that and we've been playing the shit out of it. So And I've yeah. been kicking Travis's really? ass. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, I remember that game when it first well not for the Switch, but yeah, when it first came out, it's kind of fun. I like it. Cool. Everyone can kick my ass at every game as we found out. Voodoo Priestess, what do you want to plug? What in your room do you want to pick up? You know, um, this time I want to plug an article <laughs> on our website at Haunted MTL. The shit? Yeah, it's deep. The one that you just wrote. I wrote a what? I I wrote something? You did a review on the movie Deep, and I gotta say, it explains you a lot. Oh, God. So everyone (laughs) should check out that article so you can get to know Jim. Oh, I'm afraid to ask why this (laughs) was. Do I want to know how it explains me? No, probably not. Do I have to read it? I didn't read it yet. You didn't read what you wrote, really, dude? Oh, why would I? See, that really it really explains him, you guys. You got to read that review because it really explains him. <laughs> okay. Uh, then I am going to... Is this also wait, part of that? the explanation? <laughs> okay. Was, yes. Uh, we have a special, 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 special guest that he wants to plug something. All right. All right, buddy. Are you ready? Go for it. Hey everyone, I'm Nick McGee, and I'm from Bite Size Horror, and we got a new podcast, and there's there's talking about, and and there's gonna be goosebumps, and then there's brownies, and there's sugar, there's so much sugar, I love sugar so much, and 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 we're gonna go do it, and it's gonna be scary a bit, but that's okay. I'll be there. Bite Size Podcast, Bite Size Horror, yeah. Okay. Uh, thanks. That was uh, Nick McGee for Bite Size Podcast, or Bite Size Horror, I guess, is the podcast name. Uh, I believe that's going to be a new podcast for kids. Yeah, for kids. Okay, for kids, man. So, uh, that's my plug. <laughs> and with that said, I, on behalf of myself, Jim Phoenix, my co-host, Voodoo Priestess, our two very special guests, uh, Travis and Jess, I like to say byes. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.
I hear a cat. 